both this cohort and myself. So, Zach, do you mind if I take it away for just a, a quick moment? Please. Okay. I'm here for it. My fellow Five Spotians, uh, earlier today, I recorded really a podcast. Five Spotians? Uh, apologies again. <laughs> I, report, I recorded the recap podcast, and I had the assumption that due to a work trip, Stefan was not going to be joining. Now, as you may remember, Stefan gave me a lot of grief previously about missing the podcast and, well, not missing, but moving the podcast day to spend some time with my wife. So. <laughs> that's a, okay. That's succinct and, okay. It's a true statement. So anyway. Man of steel. <laughs> Hashtag PTP. What was a little bit too far, uh, a little bit too far, but he prioritized the podcast. Uh, Stefan is here today. He is with us. So I have been made a fool. And not only is he, not only is he here today, he's here from Detroit. He brought his own mic. (laughs) So his sound quality is better than ever. It's, uh, it's true. Listen to this. Oh, daddy boy. (laughs) I will say, though, two things. First thing, hashtag PTP. Yeah, hashtag PTP. I just just want you to know we were at a a work dinner tonight. And um, I said to myself, I said, self, what's more important? And I got up and I left. And I came right to my hotel room. And that's where I'm at at this moment. Stefan is here for the people. He's here to give out his fire picks. He has prioritized the podcast. So hashtag PTP is still important, but not when we're talking about this man, Stefan, because he's goals. I'm just the embodiment of uh, PTP, baby. (laughs) That's right. Well, I'm glad you're both here and in honor of election night. I want to hear what is a rule proposal you would put on the ballot for the NFL? What is a rule you hate or what is something you'd like to see implemented in the league? That's oh man, putting question. us on the spot. I'll go first while you think, because yeah, I had time yeah. to think. <laughs> Not really fair. Okay. So everybody hates the overtime rule where the coin flips yes. if you win it you get the ball right so instead of choosing to kick or receive we can keep the rules the same if you score a touchdown the game's over the, but the team that wins the coin flip gets to choose either to or no they get to choose the yard line that the ball starts on so uh, let's go back to the Chiefs-Bills game, right? One to overtime. Chiefs won the toss. Chiefs can pick the yard line that the ball starts on. So they could say the 10-yard line. Then the Bills get to decide, do they want the ball on the 10 or do they want the Chiefs to have the ball on the 10? Oh, wow. I love that. It, that is so much better already than the rule that's in place. Now, to expand on that a little bit, would you keep what's currently in place where first score wins or would you say propose, make it just another quarter? Cause 
if I were making a vote, that would be more of what I would be going on. Um, it's just to make it a full quarter of play because, or smaller quarter or something like that. But I just don't like that the first person who scores or if it's the first drive, that's it. It's over. Well, I like the full quarter of play too, but then I think, <clears throat> yeah, you couldn't do the yard line starting thing. You just play a whole nother quarter. I like that better than how it currently is. I don't know if I like that during the regular season though. Um, yeah. I don't like these games going on and on, especially we already have 18 weeks and I'd rather see 20 weeks and no overtime than 18 weeks and any overtime. So I'd almost rather just have the game end in a tie and just um, add more weeks to the season. Yeah, I, I do like college overtime a lot, um, but then that goes back to it. Like when the Bills are playing the Chiefs, they're going to score every time and the game's going to last six hours. And like selfishly, that'd be great. But during the regular season, we can't get these high powered offenses tired out for the next week. So I love my proposal because it brings some gamesmanship and some strategy into the game. And there's going to be a number for every team. Like, yeah, before every game, the coach should know, like, this is the yard line we need to pick. This yeah, is and it's the... really going to depend on how much you like your defense compared to your offense. Because if you have an amazing defense, okay, that's fine. Like, I imagine it's going to be on one side or the other around 40 yard line. Probably the safe number. No, 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 no. Way, way back, I think. 30? Because if if you pick the forty, the other team's going to take the ball on the forty every time, right? Right. I think. But every you you can would, yeah e even having it so ten yard line is definitely I think a good line for it. Where if you say the fifteen yard line, they're they're definitely going to keep it. I would say if it's the ten yard line or less. They are more likely, I would say, to give it up than to keep it, right? Depending on how they feel their defense is performing. I think in most situations, it would be close. I think it would be less than the touchback line. I think it would be less than 25. Yeah. But I don't know. I haven't really thought through all the scenarios, but 40 seems wrong. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but now, what if say, you have denver's defense versus so denver's a great example right um number one number two defense maybe one of the bottom three offenses so maybe denver says 40 yeah so i'll make my official vote um i sorry to make it about overtime as well but mine would be to make overtime a full quarter and i'm gonna stick with that for the regular season as well, somewhat selfishly as a fantasy football player, because there is nothing. It's like Christmas when it goes to overtime and you've got one of those players and you're like, Oh boy, they're old oh, daddy boy. They're going to give me more points. You know, <laughs> oh, it's, daddy not, boy. it's not daddy boy. <laughs> Whatever it is. It is now. It we is now. You, That's we right. Need you to re-record that. <laughs> God. Hmm. I yeah, I don't know. I'll have to mull that over. I think Stefan loves the NFL just how it is. Oh. I'm sure there's something that really bugs the shit out of me, but I what about know. uh putting a chip in the ball for spotting purposes? Ooh. And for touchdown purposes. They do it for uh 
What's the sweeping on the ice? Curling? Oh, Curling. do they? Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. I didn't know, okay. I didn't know that. So, That's yeah, if you watch the Olympics, they have little sensors on it with lights that pop up to show, like, if, if they released on time, I think it was, or whatever. They do that for hockey, too? The puck no. going across the line? Mm, uh, I know they have the light that goes on. The light, yeah, I, I don't, don't think know. the light. Is that manually? I don't, I don't think the light is official. I think that's I think like a it's home man. team light. Yeah. The the um, light is, it, yeah. This is three people that know nothing about hockey, though, right? <laughs> yeah. I know a fair amount about hockey. Oh! I, I played oh, well. hockey for a while. <laughs> okay, okay. So you should know. I should, but I don't. So, <laughs> so if Corey doesn't know, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do like that aspect. I but I also like the human element of of you know having it being spotted. Like it really adds a whole other dynamic to it. I don't know. My brain yeah. not worked too good today. So no, I I know what you're saying. Yeah, got that well, Detroit brain going. And the <laughs> the other thing with election night, every two years, I hope more and more states uh, put on the ballot for legalized sports gambling it's mm-hmm. just it accelerated it's been great the last four years um but the, i i think this election california is the only one with something on the ballot um for sports gambling but it's got a competing uh proposition which is another gambling thing which wouldn't allow sports gambling outside of the indian reserve anyway uh not a good uh. night for for sports gambling but ohio starts uh january 1st right it does. That's incredible. We got the playoffs. We got Super Bowl that we can bet on. It's going to be awesome. You, Everyone you in Ohio, bump. you take full advantage of those sign-on bonuses. And if you do not want to deposit that much in your new account, you contact me and I will <laughs> make Max up it the out, difference. Maybe. I will make up the difference for you and we can split the bonus. Deal. Um, it's, it's free, free money. It, it, yeah. it actually is literally free <laughs> literally free money and yep. it will go away um so now's the time to to build that bankroll but that's got to be exciting for you two living in ohio it definitely is and i've kind of wanted to get into like a little bit of golf betting and yeah. I, i'm not a big baseball fan but just other bets ufc anything um betting on it makes it more fun it does. And you know, I'm not I'm not a high roller. I'm not going to be betting a lot, but you know, winning 20 bucks, 100 bucks here and there is awesome. I think Corey's going to be a big time winning better in about 3 years. You'll be a high roller soon. Here's the hoping. <laughs> um last week our podcast picks did not do great. Again, this has not been our year for primetime games. Corey, you went 1 2 and 1. Stefan, you went 2 and 2 the winner for the week. And I went one and three. Yikes. Uh, Stefan, your season record is not bad. 18 and 19. Woo. <laughs> and I think, sorry to forecast, but I think our mega contest did not go so well this week either. Yeah, it was uh, our worst week. Um, but Corey, you also, um, you lost a spot. Two spots on Monday Night Football. Great. Good. Yeah. 
one to Stefan, one to me. And I did promise an update on spots for the season. Sorry, Corey. Uh, you're down seven. <laughs> yes, one. <laughs> you're down 17 spots. And Stefan, oh. and I almost split the difference. Uh, Stefan's up eight spots, and I'm up nine. Proud of you guys. Thank you. Yeah, we are just taking money from your wallet. You Literally. Are. Literally, yeah. You only have to multiply those spots by a dollar. That's how we do it. The Russian dollar. I believe that's the yen. Yes. <laughs> the rupee. Mega contest. We had a a rough week our worst week overall all year um four four of our five had the same picks and only won one and a half games and my picks i switched off the colts onto the Bengals, so i was at two and a half so that's a total of 34 percent so on the year we're at 59 percent not great no which is the top one now? Um, mine is with 28, 62%. Wow. And Damn, I dropped that much. Oh. I think I looked earlier today. I think I'm in to close around 300 in the contest. So right there. We'll be okay. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So we'll move on to next week. Should we get into the picks? Let's do it. Ready? All right. So let's see. I think I picked some primetime games this week. I did. I have two. So I'm only going to give you three of my picks. And I'll give you the other mega contest picks as we get into the meat of the pod. All right. You ready for the first one? I am so ready for it. Stefan, are you ready? Stefan is having some technical difficulties, I believe. Can't hear you at all now. All right. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> oh there he is. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Great time. <laughs> Great time for my mic to start working. Welcome back. Cleveland Browns at the Miami Dolphins. I took the Browns plus three and a half. Okay. okay. I don't hate it. They're coming off a bye? Um, yes. yes. Yep. Yeah, I like that a lot, actually. 49 point over under. Should be high scoring. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm into it. All right. Next one. Uh, I keep going back to the well on this team. And I'm not so sure about it, but we've got the Chiefs at home against the Jaguars. And I took the Chiefs minus nine and a half. I think that's going to go to 10. So that's why I took the Chiefs. Okay. This early, I think it's probably really smart to try to pick a side on these really high spread games. Yeah. Because you could get a lot of movement out of it. Well, there's one specific game that I'm hoping I hear from you. It is not a primetime one, but I'm hoping I hear you say 
this game. Fingers crossed. What do you got as your last one? Minnesota Vikings at Buffalo Bills. Good man. All right. (laughs) Minnesota plus five and a half. Perfect. You're in in love with (laughs) that team. (laughs) No, it's not that I'm in love with them. It's, it's, oh, for Zach, you might be. I am. I am. um, Yes. We might have an injury for Josh Allen. So, yep. That's the only reason I took it. Well, (laughs) to not take the Vikings for now just to see if there's going to be movement. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great play. Yeah. Um, not the only reason I took it. Like I saw it and I was like, okay, Josh Allen could be injured. And yes, I do like Minnesota Stephens, right? So a little bit of bias there. Um, I might not have fired right away, but that seemed like an obvious one. Um, so without Josh Allen, what does the spread move to? It'll be an interesting Who, one being a little bit of a revenge narrative. Case Keenum. Oh, I don't think that matters at all. <laughs> it might matter but what do you mean it doesn't the matter stats show that it's oh revenge matter more yeah for yeah the defense than it will case keenum yeah. yes great point so i'm glad you brought that up Corey, because people always talk about revenge games and they talk about the one player they got traded i'm like the rest of his team had <laughs> that's 21 other players that have revenge versus one so. yeah well, and I think the stats show that the more physical um, position, the more the revenge narrative matters, mm. specifically for the offensive piece. So, you know, if it's a wide receiver or a running back or something like that, being in a more physical position where they can just straight up beat the defender, that's going to matter more than a quarterback who is playing more of a strategic game, not as much of a physical presence. So that might be different with a Lamar Jackson someday or another mobile quarterback, but um, that's just kind of what it shows. So it doesn't matter for a kicker. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Kickers get tossed around. (laughs) That was my point. (laughs) They have seven revenge games a year. I feel like, (laughs) Oh, he missed two field goals. This game got to cut him. (laughs) <laughs> let's pick up That's the other kicker is. that also missed two two weeks ago oh. right just a trading game they're like penny stocks for the nfl basically <laughs> <laughs> okay so i like that you guys are confident in my picks but you were also confident in them last week and that didn't turn out well to be fair i'm more confident this week than last week good well i didn't like the chiefs but I'm, i guess I like it. it's easier to uh say that in retrospect oh last week <laughs> last week yeah 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 oh Corey said uh was that sunday morning you didn't you weren't sure about sure about the chiefs right no. yeah i can't remember who i was wanting to switch to but but then it moved to 14 and i was like this is right. the best I, of the year. I know <laughs> so much yeah. value yeah it is so much value and that's just tough but it did snow in vermont which is never a good sign if you're taking the Chiefs when you got the Yeti on the other side of the ball, two touchdowns. Okay. He did. <laughs> he did get that. Yeah. So Big shame on us. Shame yeah, we should have saw us. that coming. Well, Thursday night. Science. <laughs> Atlanta <laughs> at Carolina division game. Um, Atlanta 
Oh, by the way, um, I'm seeing the Chargers here. Corey, you also had a one spot on the Chargers against me and Stefan last week, but uh, that was a push. Whew. You got lucky. (laughs) So Atlanta coming off of a loss to the Chargers. And let's see. Atlanta played a great game on offense and defense last game, uh, but they ended up losing 20 to 17. And they are going to play Carolina, who we know what happened there. Stefan, you were there. Yeah. What a game. Yeah, for Joe Mixon and pretty much (laughs) no one else. We did see Baker Mayfield, though, back in action and scored. uh, Or he drove three, three touchdowns. Yeah. So Carolina... Um, their adjusted EDSR early down success rate against Cincinnati on offense and defense last week, zero percentile. Oh yeah, we went into uh, halftime and they had two first downs. <laughs> yeah, two. Bengals should have I mean, won by more. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure they were throwing in third stringers left and right. Yeah, That's Burrow's bench it. by middle of the third quarter end of the third quarter oh, was he? Like okay that. that makes sense they i'm showing the Bengals had a hundred percent chance to win at halftime <laughs> yeah i've never uh, seen yeah. that i yeah. mean when you have like 40 points at half like <laughs> i mean crazy. honestly i so i i had to drive up to michigan uh after the game and so we're, we're at the game and i just turned to rachel i was like I mean, we can leave. There's really no reason <laughs> to stay. They're going to start throwing the third stringers. So we left in the third quarter. Yeah, Basically okay. a preseason game. That's what it felt like. It was yeah. weird. I mean, it's still so much fun, but yeah, geez, it was an ass whooping. So Carolina with the poor performance, Baker Mayfield gets in. Who's getting the start? Do we know? I don't know. I would lean uh, Baker. Really? I don't think so. I don't think so. But I, I mean, it's just it. my it's my guess here. Well, Atlanta on the road is favored by three. We have an over under of forty four. So, Stefan, you just saw Carolina in action. So, what are you thinking here? Well, you got you got two teams that played each other two weeks ago and it was actually a really close game. Very exciting. Um, and the Panthers should have won that with an easy extra point, but you know, that, um, that penalty drove them back. They missed it and the Falcons came, came back. So, um, you know, now they're going into Carolina. Carolina is favored by three. We don't know who's starting. There's a lot that's up in the air, Um, or at least I don't know who's starting. I am leaning that they're going to go with Baker Mayfield, Uh, and I think Mayfield's pretty good when he's got something to prove. They don't know if he's, you know, the better quarterback there, and uh, I'm going to go with the Heisman Trophy winner. So I'm going to take the Panthers at home with three points being given to them. Okay, Corey. Yeah, I'm going to come to actually a a similar conclusion on it, but for different reasons. And mine is based more around Walker 
getting the start. Um, and that's not necessarily like the main reason, but we're dealing with two bad defenses. Um, both teams are showing to be, you know, 20th and 27th, 20th being, uh, the Carolina Panthers, 27th being Atlanta Falcons. Um, the big difference though, is that the offense for the Falcons has been doing really well on early down success rate. They're seventh. Um, currently I, I believe that's straight up, not adjusted. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Which is pretty Walker, incredible. Walker is starting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and that makes me like my pick as I was doing it, but, um, four and five Falcons, they're converting 52% on third and fourth down. I think we're going to see some, um, positive regression for the underdogs, negative regression for the Falcons in this game. Um, I, I like that the Panthers, even though they gave up Christian McCaffrey, they have shown that they have a pretty damn good offensive line. I don't have the exact numbers for what their yards before contact is when they're rushing, but when you watch their games, you typically see the running backs doing pretty well. Even like I said, with Christian McCaffrey gone, Donta Foreman, Chuba Hubbard. I don't think it matters which one's taking the lead. They're going to be able to run on Atlanta's very piss poor rushing defense. Um, so when you're at home and you're in a divisional matchup and you're getting three points, it's going to lead me to take the home team for sure on this. So I have a different reason for going for it, but I, I think the, the Panthers are going to be able to cover. Stefan, when did Baker come into the game? Do you remember? I saw PJ Walker was yeah. like two for seven, so I assumed it was in the first half. Ah, uh, no, no, he started the second half. <laughs> That's bad. Two for seven. Yeah, it's like Mariota shit there. Well, <laughs> I-, I was thinking it doesn't really matter who starts because uh, PJ Walker is going to be on a short leash, right? Like, uh, right. Baker could be in in the second quarter in this next next game. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I could see that. <clears throat> I don't know what to do here. I think Atlanta's um, adjusted early down success rate makes me lean towards them, but Carolina has played a tougher schedule. Mm-hmm. If I threw, if I ignore <laughs> last week's game. I'd probably be on Carolina, but I don't know if I can ignore it. How much do I weight it here? Um, if we look at turnovers, Carolina has actually benefited from turnovers this year, despite being two and seven and Atlanta's going the other way. Um, they've been hurt, hurt by turnovers. Um, gosh, I hate to t- take Atlanta as a road favorite, but Mariota is the king of this podcast. So. Do it, Atlanta. Yeah. All right. Our Lord and Savior, Mariota. What? He's the king of our podcast. Yeah, he's our king. Yeah, you didn't know this? Us uh, news to me. You may not agree with it, but it is the truth. He is the truth. <laughs> it's election night, so I can say things like that. You may not agree with it, but it is true. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger warning, but. <laughs> All right, you guys got Carolina plus three. I've got ATL. 
<clears throat> Sunday night. Oh, I have something for that. You do. Corey's Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. Against uh, this is my Super Bowl matchup right here. Is it really? Yeah, you guys remember that? Um, first podcast. It does sound first, familiar. Yep. You said Chargers over year. San Francisco. I did. And man, is it blowing up in my face. Chargers. Um, yeah. They're not as bad as me and Stephens. All of our picks have, yeah. <laughs> Chargers are still a wild card team, so they definitely still have a chance to make something happen. But, I mean, this game is very important for that. And they know that going into San Francisco's home. But, I mean, the stats don't lie. Um, Chargers offense right now, PFF is grading it as 24th, defense at 26th, EDSR 27th, and that's raw, not adjusted. Those are bad numbers, and we're seeing a big, we're seeing the offense not move like it should without having the deep threat options of Mike Williams and Keenan Allen being out. Um, there have been some pieces like Carter who have stepped up, and obviously, um, ever since I think it was week three, Austin Eckler has been elite. So, there are pieces of the offense that are working, but as a whole, I don't think it's it's coming together. And against the 49ers, who rank sixth in their defense, um, they're 14th in EDSR for the season, but they're, they've gained Christian McCaffrey, such an incredible offensive weapon, who was a triple threat last week. He threw a touchdown, caught a touchdown, and ran a touchdown. I don't see how this team loses to the Chargers. Obviously, whoa, whoa, we're not whoa, betting. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I got to cut that one. I got to cut that one. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay, continue. I, I, tru- I, don't sorry, see, sorry. <laughs> I don't see how they lose. But what I was going to say is, obviously, we're not betting who's going to win or lose. We're betting if the team can cover a touchdown, seven points. Um God, I think I want to go with the 49ers, but it is that's a lot of points, especially for the 49ers who have um um who's their quarterback starting? It's not Trey Lance, it's uh Garoppolo. Garoppolo. He's been fine this season, hasn't been elite. So seven points is a lot for him. For a guy like Mahomes, easy. He can cover that, but we'll see. I, I'm gonna go with it. 49ers by seven. Yeah, I got to say, while you were talking, I I looked at the spread and I was shocked, absolutely shocked that it was that high. Yeah. Um, Are are Chargers receivers playing this week? Like, do we have Williams? No. I'll take a look. I'll take a look what Mike Williams' status is, but I, I think he's out. Oh man, so I was shocked by the seven. So my initial reaction was like, "Yeah, hammer the Chargers here." But sort of looking at their recent performance, that's it's been it's been pretty rough, and they played a pretty easy schedule. 29th ranked um, strength of schedule in the league <laughs> so far this season, and they struggled last week despite despite squeaking out a win. Um, fourth quarter win share. 
3.3. Now, 49ers fourth quarter win share is only 4.2. Um, yeah, this is a tough one. Stefan, what do you think? Well, <clears throat> I, I think Corey's right on. I mean, I think Vegas definitely set this line correctly. Uh, without spread, I think it's um, a give me that the Niners are going to win this game. Chargers have a lot of injuries, and really, they they just have Palmer as the, their trusty wideout. Josh um, Reynolds, baby. So they just have Palmer. <laughs> He's just, I mean, yeah, DeAndre Carter. Yeah. I think this is going to be a big week for awesome, um, awesome Excelsior. And I am definitely taking the Niners minus seven. I think I'm going to go with my gut reaction and um, Tori or Corey's audio clip um, there. Of I don't see how San Francisco can lose. So the Chargers are everyone bet the money line on the Chargers. The last time. Something like that was said on the podcast was earlier this season. Yep. Yeah. I do remember yep. that. Thank you. <laughs> so How did it go? <laughs> was it the Panthers? Was I think it was. It was the Panthers, yeah. I don't see how they're going to lose this game. <laughs> so, Corey, I, couldn't, I don't think I could have picked this game um, after looking how bad the Chargers have played in the advanced stats, but that line stood out to me like, wow, that's way too high. So I would have been torn. So I'm glad you said that. Cause that like just barely got me over one side. Nice. I'm glad I could do that for you. You, <laughs> you two are together and I'm on the other side in both of the first games. Oh, and are we going to bet? I don't uh, want to bet anything. I'm down way too much money. <laughs> Uh, yeah, put me down for a spot, Zach. Okay. We'll save Corey, because if I would have called it, you both would have been on. <laughs> on I'll be right back. Okay. Um, Stefan has a knock at his hotel room door. Ah. Monday night football. High class. Oh, never mind. Moving on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's called a masseuse in Michigan. Yeah, Corey. Right. The Michigan masseuse. <laughs> uh, we've got um, the Washington Salamanders visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. Ah. And um, Washington last week lost to Minnesota barely at home. Uh, their defense played incredible. And yeah, they were winning a good, good part of that game. Yep, their fourth quarter wincher was 56%. So probably Oof. should have won the game. Um, they've got a 19% chance of making the playoffs. Their strength of schedule this year is right in the middle of the pack at 15th. Fourth quarter win share of only three. And they've got four wins on the season. So probably been overperforming a little bit. Uh, we move over to the Eagles, who, as we know, are 8-0. Fourth quarter wincher of 7.2. Uh, they have played the easiest schedule this season. Oh, They've also nice. already had their bye, and the rest of the way they play the 21st toughest schedule 
Um, so they have a hundred percent chance of making the playoffs, 77% chance of winning their division and 17% chance of winning the Super Bowl. They have benefited bigly from turnovers, 125% in their favor. So that's 1.25 games and turnovers lost. They've only lost half a game. So for those of you at home, that is uh, three quarters of a game. They've won on turnovers alone. So what are we thinking here? Uh, Corey, Washington, plus 11 at Philadelphia, over under 44. That's probably very, important. Yeah, very high spread. Very, very high spread. Again, um, again, this is divisional matchup, right? Um yeah, we're dealing with the eight and no Eagles against the last place in the NFC East four and five Salamanders, as Zachary has put it. Um, no, you're exactly right that I think a lot of luck has gone into some of their wins, but they're playing. Some would argue one of the worst teams. Their record doesn't necessarily show it, but the Washington commanders do not look good. I, I don't like their play. I don't like their offense. I think their entire franchise is kind of crumbling right now. Um, so when you're playing a division matchup like this, where emotions are high and, and it makes a big difference, I just think the team that is more put together is going to have such an advantage. And covering 11 points with Jalen Hurts under center is super achievable. Um, right now, they are rushing first. Um, 27 and a half percent of the time, um, compare that to, you know, let's look at the bills. The bills are 29.7. So because of having that mobile quarterback, they're one of the top teams that are rushing so many times and they're, it's working. They have 16 touchdowns on the ground. Um, and I don't know. I, I think I think it's a smash play for the Eagles. So I'm going to go with the favorites at home, minus 11. Okay, Stefan. Yeah, I completely disagree. I, I think uh, if you watched, what was it, last Thursday's game, the Texans really showed how you beat the Eagles. And this is a game that you could really look at the end score and be like, oh, they got creamed. Um, I, I think the Texans looked great. Um, they, they played a really smart strategy and that's just dumping off the ball, short passes uh, at a high frequency, fast pace. And they were leading the game there for a little bit. They really took it to the Eagles there and the Eagles, you know, of course are a much better team, but they didn't cover that game. We have another game um, going against a similar spread where I think they got exposed a little bit. So I'm, I'm curious to see what the commanders do. And with 11 points, I'm going to take the commanders. Yeah, I'm just uh, looking through the Eagles schedule here. And if we look at their um, halftime win share, so what their percentage chance to win at halftime was, I'm just going to go game by game here. 20%, 92%, 0%, 25%, 38%, 6%, 12%, 53%. 
And that was for who again? The Eagles. Wow. So they're apparently not a first-half team. I'd like to go back and look at their stats in the first half versus the second half, uh, but that that is not good. What is that uh, 0% game? That is against Washington. They had a 0% chance of winning? Well, it's, prob- it's probably uh, a decimal there. Let me check. And... Crazy enough, that game, Washington lost 24 to 8. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I, wonder, that, I wonder what the your, score was. Your stats halftime. have to be off because the score at halftime was 24 to nothing, Eagles. Oh, yeah. It does have to be off. You're right. Yeah, it says 0.43 chance. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, so basically, it was Washington probably the other way. Ninety-nine yeah. garbage point time. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had a garbage time touchdown with uh, a yep. two-point conversion. So well, okay. So at Washington, Philadelphia dominated. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is too many points in a division game. And Philadelphia is really good. They're not eight and no good, and they played easiest schedule in the nfl um so i like washington do we take a spot against him Stefan? no no but i imagine he'll call <laughs> you guys us. <laughs> no i'm good no i i you have the statistical argument correct um yeah Philly's i just one of those hard teams to figure out right yeah, and I will say the only statistic that you don't have right is ignoring Washington's early down success rate for the season being 29th in both yep. adjusted and regular. Their offense is bad, and Heineke's starting, right? Well, I assume he's got to yeah. be. Like, and he's yeah, so bad. Sure he he's not good. He will is look he better than Wentz. No. No. He's not. Uh... I think Wentz can control the ball better, game flow better. I don't think Heineke is more vol- volatile. He is, can certainly is Heineke, flash. Is Heineke a thrower? <laughs> He's a blower. Oh. Well, we've got Washington in the mega contest at plus 11. Awesome. Corey's probably going to want to change that one Um, also I forgot to mention Thursday night game we also have Atlanta minus three oh great (laughs) (laughs) I love it (sighs) okay choice game of the week Stefan what are you thinking uh feeling a little Oktoberfest coming on. Oh, oh Germany. Yeah. We got our German game going on. Seahawks uh taking on the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers who got a much needed win on a game that is was the opposite of exciting. That was one of the most boring games I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um and the Seahawks came are coming off of a, a great win against uh, the Cardinals. 
they they continue to impress. They're number one in their division, and the Bucks are favored by two and a half. I would be really shocked to see Tampa Bay play like a, the like they used to. So I'm gonna take the Seahawks here plus two and a half. I like it. I like it better at three and a half or at three. Obviously, three and a half. But. <clears throat> Corey, what do you think? Where are you going? I'm going to go and pay my homage to the city that um, Stefan is in currently, the Detroit Lions. Coming off of a, a victory, um, they are plus three against the Chicago Bears. It's a 48 and a half over under. And I think the Bears are getting a lot of love, um, deserved. But um, I don't think this momentum is going to keep up for them. Um, the past three games, they have been able to score virtually 30 points or more. We've got 33, 29, and 32 against the Patriots, the Cowboys, and the Dolphins. They only won one of those games against the Patriots. Um and Zach, do you do you like how high scoring they've been? No, that's been not good for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've I've got good news for you. It will regress in this yeah, situation. Um, and I think it's a perfect situation for that to happen because nobody's going to guess it with the D- Detroit Lions uh, defense not really showing up hardly ever. I think this is a good place to bet on them coming off of a victory against the Packers. Um, and if we look at their performance the week before, they played the Dolphins and scored 27 points, only lost by a few. Um, they're due to go on a, a little bit of a, maybe not run, but giving a little bit better performance. They are trot. underdogs, like I said. A trot, yes. A lionly gallop. So... Being that they are underdogs, I'm going to go with them plus three. I love that. Of course, I can't keep betting against Chicago, though. I'm going. I'm <laughs> going. To, I'm going to this week. This could be my last week, but um, <laughs> I'm puzzled. Chicago dead last in adjusted EDSR and right. early down success rate versus late down success rate. What the hell is going on? Fifty-two percent on third and fourth down. 38% on first and second. How is yeah, that? this? It's it's not possible. It is not possible. sustainable. It's happening. Yes, it's not sustainable. Uh, meanwhile, Detroit is 43% early downs, 43% late downs. Makes sense. Uh, nope. Detroit a little bit <clears throat> better in adjusted EDSR. I think Detroit is a better football team. I think Fields has had his little, little run here. It's been cute. It's cost me some money. Um, good for him. But Corey, I think I'm going to ride with you here. I like that. Chicago or uh, Detroit plus three. Do you like it enough that I should change um, our Monday night pick over to that in my lineup? Because I think I might request that. <sighs> Let's see. Is this line going to move? Probably not. It's probably going to sit at three all week. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll call that. But um, we don't have to do it right now on the pod, obviously. Okay. I love it. Stefan, how are you feeling about the Mega Contest picks? You hate Thursday night, obviously. 
Well, uh, when I made my pick, it was under the assumption that Baker Mayfield was playing. I don't hate it now. Baker sucks. I don't disagree with that, but he has flashes where he is very good. Yes, and he is a top 40 quarterback in the entire world. He does not suck. He's very, very, very good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, we should should turn it in. Stefan, Bengals, what are they doing this week? Are they on bye? Yeah. Yes, they are. They are. Some some rest. Game of the week. What are we what are we looking forward to here? Um Browns Dolphins definitely will be Ooh, really entertaining. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to uh Seahawks Bucks uh overseas. That should be super That'll fun. Be fun. I love waking up Sunday and turning yeah. on football at 9.30 in the morning. Ah, it's so great. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Vikings, Bills should be interesting. Yeah. Yep. Division matchup, Cards, Rams. Um, no, that game's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I had to try to sneak it in there. <laughs> God. The Sunday. Rams, it's just not fun watching them. What about Sunday night? Chargers Niners? Nah. 49ers are fun to watch now. It's it's my Super Bowl pick. Of course it's going to be a good game. Yeah. <laughs> 49ers are fun to watch. Yes. Especially with CMC. God, that was so electric watching him that last game. Yeah. He's a good good player. He's an incredible athlete. Okay, well, let's take it out. Talk to y'all next week. Maybe. Bye.